Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. What is happening, everybody? Bam with the Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast. Where if Wargaming is easy, it would be your mom. Real quick, let me knock out some sponsorships here. Uh, Misty Mountain Gaming Dice. Misty Mountain Gaming Dice, if you use code FLYING15, you get a discount, 50% off your order. And uh, go over there and do it now. Uh, they got great RPG supplies, great dice supplies. Uh, they're working with some more tabletop, tabletop stuff. Uh, so FLYING15 over at the uh, Misty Mountain Gaming Dice in their store. And uh, get you a big discount with their products. Also, Snarky Sayings, Ben Spears with Snarky Sayings, have an Etsy store, Facebook presence. Uh, use code FLYING10. FLYING10 to get 10% off of anything. He has some game aids, objective markers, uh, terrain, uh, cool trinkets, cool whatnots, light up stuff, all the bells, all the whistles. Uh, Snarky Sayings with Ben Spears. Uh, use code FLYING10 for a discount. So, all the, all the sponsorship out of the way. Let's get into this episode what we talked about. This is a, a meeting of the Wolf Council. The, the Wolf Council got together. Uh, we had another talk, see uh, how far base to off, how far off base we were before, where we're at now, what's going on. We answered a lot of the questions that were posted. Some of these questions got posted after the fact. So if we did not address your question, uh, we were not ignoring you. I went through all of them and made sure we got all of them. And then some of you guys are just late to the party. And when you're late to the party, you miss out on the drinks. So that's what happened there. We'll try and maybe some of them are really good questions the next time we meet. I'll, I'll try to go back and bring them up again. So uh, thank you to everybody sending questions on Patreon. Thank you to everybody sending questions on the Facebook. And if you're not on the Patreon, go to the Patreon, Fly Monkeys War Gaming. And uh, I got monthly giveaways if you're in the $5 and above. Uh, even the $1 supports the show, though, because we have to pay for servers, BS like that. So every little bit helps. So, I will stop rambling. The The meeting of the Volca Federica uh, starts here soon. Uh, Jaime, Hunter, Scott, myself had a grand time. And we hope you guys can uh, can have a grand time listening to this. Have a grand time. So, here is the episode. Alright guys, it is normally the Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast where Wargaming is easy and be your mom. But tonight, tonight, it is the Volca Fenrica. It's the meeting of the Wolf Council. So uh, we're all here, gang's all here. I got my homie, uh, Hunter Nichols. What's up, Hunter? What's going on, guys? Glad to be back. Excited. Been looking forward to this for a while. And uh, y'all know I'm loving him. Saw him with a great outing this week in the team tournament. Jaime Paris, what's ha- happening, Jaime? How's it going, boys? <laughs> and uh, Scott always uh, always hitting that second place to not get us nerfed, Rumple. So, <laughs> so, what's happening, Scott? Glad I could help the cause. We saw yeah. the Dark Angels lose everything, and we lost nothing. We lost nothing. I also want to thank all you out there running Thunderwolves, keeping the win percentage down. Appreciate it. <laughs> so, <laughs> teammates, baby. Uh, so uh, we've uh, we've been on a, a bit since the last meeting, but here we are again. I'm glad to see you guys all back. And, uh, you know, Arxo Omens got us pretty excited. That's why this all started. And uh, getting some lists built and getting out there and playing some damn games. So uh, I guess the first thing I'd like to maybe go about tonight um, is let's talk about, uh, like, Arcs when we first were building lists. 
up to now where the data slates dropped and the meta's changed a little bit, what's changed for us and uh, what we found that we thought might work that didn't work or were we on the right track for the jump, uh, that kind of thing. So, um, Hunter, what, uh, what do you think as far as like uh, when Ark first dropped towards now, where are you at with, uh, with the Wolves? Where are you at? I feel like I've kind of got the the meat of the list, if you will, that uh, it doesn't change very much between different tournaments. I'm prepping for Rocky Top right now, and I think I'm going with like just a really hyper-aggressive melee because I just know the terrain and such layout there versus if I was going to a different terrain, you know, different tournament. I, I, what I'm getting to is you can build a list based off the terrain format that you know you're going to. Right. Um, but the meat of it stays the same. I agree. Scott, Scott's nodding his head. He agrees, too. You got anything to add to that? Not really. I mean, the only thing, like Hunter already said, just cater the terrain. If you're running a bunch of long fangs with missiles or last cannons, you know, and it's really dense, you might not be able to get the good angles, but you switch it to grav for outflank or even just drop it to one or two long fangs, or I'm sure we'll talk about it, the, the Desolation Marines. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, and get more sky claws or wolfen or whatever the case may be. It's a it's a solid play, but it's still the same four, four or five data sheets. It's going to be the bulk of your list. Yeah. Jaime, thoughts? I mean, you two guys have covered it perfectly. I think the core of the list is very similar throughout all of the lists we're all playing, and then you do slight modifications based on the terrain. Like if you have really good terrain, you run more wolfen. If you're not, you run more long banks. Um, and, and my team event, there was both dense and light tables. So I ran two Wolfen, two Wolfen and two Longfangs and a 10-man Desolator just to be able to play on both. But like if your terrain is consistent in your tournament, you adapt as it comes. And I think the data slate has helped us a lot as well. Yeah. And that's, that's funny you bring up Longfangs. I really find that like, you know, after the ori original run of us talking about our list and what we're building, the only thing that's really changed for me is how... You know, I adjust my long fangs, <laughs> and you know some some long fangs. If I'm walking them on, I don't take the Terminator with them. You know, I, I noticed that uh, also the later addition to the list was the Desolators. When you know you realize things like uh, cars cars again. If I'm saying that right, guards out there. You know, mass GSC hiding behind buildings, sitting on objectives. Uh, I think there's actual need for the Desolator Marines. So that's been the later addition to my list. Um, I have not played with Grav. Uh, part of it's because I've been too lazy to paint my Grav, but I probably should because I've seen you guys had some success with it. Um, you know, I do like my Multimelta boys. Uh, I've kind of, I've had some shit to bed moments with last cannons because I like rolling ones on damage. So <laughs> yeah, every single time. Yeah. And uh, I, speaking of which, I played a practice game yesterday, and uh, I think for three wounds in a row on the damage, I rolled one. And, uh, I was like, it gives good. me better judgment. Because, you know, you always tell yourself, don't reroll damage. And oh. I thought, I'm just going to do this out of principle and see what happens. No. And sure as shit, it was another one. <laughs> I was like, cool, I'm out. I'm done. Oh, so, but, yeah, the only thing I found that's really been changing my list has been the long fangs or how I, you know, kid out my long fangs. You know, because I, I do like the melt to drop pod sometimes still. And uh, But I've noticed, like, when I run desolators, I can't really afford the drop pod or all the melta. So... Um, I'm actually looking at a blended squad of uh, maybe grab and melt to the walk on, you know, or, or, or do our outflank depending on the situation. So I've had That's, a lot of games with walking on long fangs, so we, we can chat about it when it comes to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, go, let's get into it, man. We're already there pretty much. So 
what what are you finding you like don't like uh what do you what's worked for you yeah so let me let me kick it off with the event then because uh that was set the setting for <coughs> so i just came back from the battle for salvation uh team championship event um near new york and it was a five-man team event with the terrain being two dense tables dense means three ruins one little wall and that's pretty much it and then the light tables were two ruins on each side and uh, a bunch of containers and it's player optimized so sorry player play so on your table half ruins six inches apart just regular fog terrain and to that event I ran, so I was on wolves, obviously, and then we had demons with big demons. We had Eldar all rounded, Hell of Doom list. We had guard all rounded with twelve sentinels, and we had a Mark Perry on his world leaders with his little jank list with four characters and stuff. So the team composition was really strong. One really strong gun line, one medium gun line, and then three combat beat lists. And for my list, I ran. Shout the Master on Bike, Hunter, Rights of War, Hammer Malta, and Armor of Ross. Primaris Lieutenant with a Vox. One Infiltrator. I know a lot of people are running two. I tried the one. It worked well because I had a 10-man scout squad that I would combat squad for to forward deploy and hold a backfield objective. Three Wolf Guard, two Wolfen, two Skyclaws, a 10-man Desolator, and then the two Long Fangs. My Long Fangs were four Grav and then the Terminator with a Cyclone. And the reason why I like the Terminator was because I used them a lot for charging. Like I charged at almost every game with the Long Fangs because with the Hammer and the Power Fist, they do all right. Yeah, shit. So honestly, like volume-wise, the Grav is nice because they can soften up targets. When there's a lot of wounds, they'll struggle because it's only three Thunder Hammer attacks and three Power Fist attacks. But like if you shoot 10 Orcs, with the grab and then you charge you can actually wipe units with the grab in combat so um i i honestly really liked the six man long fan okay the the other little thing that's cool with I, I don't know how yours went but at flg they switched the rules for craters and you can deploy them against the board edge now yeah so you can so walk your terminator into tower into cover so he's on a you know a zero up save for return fire Oh, we did that with forest, not craters. We didn't have okay. craters. Um, okay. But um, with the forest, you could do that, and that was super handy. Yeah. So I still run the Terminator in my long things, too. Yeah. And being able to shoot that Cyclone twice, you end up getting your value. And having that one-up save or zero-up save in, co in cover, like people just very deterred of shooting at them, or they'll overcommit shooting at them yeah. when they should be shooting other stuff. I had, a, I had two... Uh... Two auto cannon armagers shoot at my long fing squad the other day, and that Terminator <laughs> tanked every single fucking wound. Exactly. For every exactly. single shot. And I was like, yeah. So, yeah. No, good stuff. Honestly, really good. And with what, the 34 points? So, with 70 points, like, there's not a lot that you can do once you have your three wolf guard, three wolfing, and three sky claws. Like, I don't want, I don't want to take the drop pod. Um, just because on player place terrain, it's really hard to cut those angles without exposing the drop on and getting it tagged. So with player place terrain and only three ruins, it's pretty easy to walk on and find those angles. I, I always feel like, at least right now, the free free outflank and such, it's just 
I, I never, I don't miss at all the uh, the drop pod. It's what yeah. sixty points, seventy points, yeah. right? That's adjudicator. I, I'll get way more use out of him, or yeah. you know, some company something on there. I feel like the drop pod kind of helps you beat earlier, you know, mid table opponents versus like a really good player is going to go okay, you know, knows that the game's there. Or have yeah. two infiltrators, and that's kind yeah. of a exactly. exactly. Yeah. If you're not running two infiltrators, you're wrong. <laughs> so. well, I only have one. I was gonna say <laughs> yeah, I've dropped yeah, one too. That's gonna give you guys a hard time. So, yeah. you know, I'm kind of down. Uh, do you guys think with uh, on a team tournament? That's another great question. Is like, yeah, I get like going to one, but like, you know, I got like Rocky Top coming up. I don't know if I need two. You know, I don't know. The- I tried it and I didn't like it. Uh, it was just like, oh. Like if you have zero by default, you have to leave a combat unit to hold an objective, or you have yeah. to bring acolytes or something. Um, and the other thing that I really like is sticky objectives, especially if you're able to forward deploy or get two metal objectives sticky, and you just go first and you walk back, and then yeah. they have to you know come and take those mm-hmm. without actually getting yeah. to trade you off of it. I think yeah. one, I don't know, I tried it and I didn't like it, but uh, Alex Harrison did really well without any, so if you can make it work. But that's just dodging GSC and demons, right? Well, like, <laughs> that's the gamble yeah. at any of it. At team events, you have to have at least one because you can't be like I, I can't play into two factions already. Yeah, I agree. Right? You, you need to be able to be an all comers and take a, as many matches as possible. Yeah, and like what you said about leaving a combat unit on an objective—that's the reason why I'm running the ten-man scouts because I combat squad. One goes forward with the infiltrators, the other one sits in the back home objective. Because every game I played, I had six Skyclaws holding the backfield objective. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't take an Acolyte because Acolyte does break our super doctrine, depending on what event you go to. Oh, Some really? That, yeah. If you look at it, it says doctrines, um, Ages of Imperium, and Unaligned is fine. So you get your doctrines and your Shock Assault and whatever. But when you go to the super doctrine for Savage Strike or whatever our six explode is called, it only mm-hmm. says unaligned, not agents of the agents of the Imperium. Oh, okay. I didn't even know hmm. that. Well, but some of like they let you do it anyways. So interesting. Now something if you want to say, you know, if you're just again, we're getting to point crutching, you can always bring some company veterans, like a two man for yeah. forty points, I think. Yeah. Maybe a little bit less. So. Yeah, it's 40 bare bones if you don't take any weapons. But for 60, you have the scouts that can afford to play if you want them. And mm-hmm. it's five bases, which helps with the screening. Um, and it's four wounds versus five, five wounds versus four. It's um, sure. I, I just like them. Um, I don't have any speeders in my list because I want to be able to afford the mm-hmm. point. A lot of people are running the speeders. It's just, yeah. again, 55 points goes a long way. And like I saw you screen with them suckers the other game. So, yeah. You're like, yeah, if you want these scouts, come take them. <laughs> so. Great. 60 points. What did you send? I played against a Custodes player, and I put a scout squad on the center objective on the scouring. And I was like, you don't have a unit sub 200 points. What are you going to go send to kill 65 scouts? You sent three bikes. I was like, good trade. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Because yeah, basically, whatever they send out there, you're going to you're gonna take. And so it's, it's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Well, cool. Did you get to uh, what other... Uh, are you see any other real observations walking away from there? Or you, I mean, did it kind of go as planned, or did you see something you went in there with like a game plan for that like threw you for a loop and had to kind of shift on the fly? Or 
So honestly, the list worked perfectly. I wouldn't change anything about the list. Like I would play it again. Um, the only thing I can't play into is Eldar. Eldar is really freaking hard to play into, especially Hell of Doom, because I've got no Storm Shields. So like their AP4 shreds through, their mortals hurt a ton. If I wanted to play into Eldar, I would have to consider playing Warded. Um, like that's the worst matchups. So I played Big Demons round one, then Custodes, uh, then I played Big Demons again round three, then Orcs, and then Chaos Knights. So I avoided the Eldar in the pairings because I told my teams like I can't play against the Eldar. Like if they have Phoenix Lords and that stuff, it's just too complicated. I hate they those wrong. They super smite a couple times. I can't deal with it. You know? Yeah. So, broken um, acid. Here's my strat to revive them. You know, uh, yeah, you gotta kill them two or three times. Yeah. yeah, and uh, I had the ten man desolators, and I loved them because they've accelerated the pace of the game so much. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm chipping, I'm shooting, I'm killing your demonettes, I'm killing your Gretchen. Like it's you don't get to wait and set the tempo. I'm gonna stay job, and you have to come to me, or I'm gonna shoot you for five turns. Dude, and people I've noticed playing those Desolators, people will break their back trying to get at those suckers. Like, it doesn't matter what else is going on on the board. They, they want to go kill the Nerf guns, man. It just... Yeah. They'll overexpose themselves. They'll overextend. They'll put themselves yeah, in heroic range just to shoot at them. And then it's okay. I'll get to heroic, get 12 inches of movement. Thanks. It's, uh, it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I've noticed a lot of people at the, the the few tournaments I've been to, they'll they'll definitely put themselves out of position to get at the desolators. It's, it's almost comical how bad. And I've seen good players do it too. But yeah. it's and in, in in when you're playing against desolators, I feel like I have to play quicker because I don't want to risk taking so much damage, especially when they have like three of the small squads. If three sergeants are shooting at you over and over and over again, it's a, it hurts a lot. Um, but, but they keep deploying them on their home objectives because they have nothing to hold those home objectives. Whereas I get to deploy, deploy mine in like optimal spots to cover all the board because I have the scouts sitting on the home objective instead of using the desolators to hold the home, home objective, and that helped a ton as well. Yeah, <laughs> I too. Uh, I learned that lesson pretty good the other day. I I banned my home objective with everything except for the, the desolators, and there was a captain back there. And I had a cyber wolf not too far away, and uh, some gray knight uh, interceptors got back into the wire, and I was like, "Fuck!" So, luckily, they didn't kill all the desolators, and the captain went over there and cleaned them up. But I was like, "Yeah, I should probably screen those guys a little bit better next time." So, <laughs> <laughs> but well, Scott, you had a you had you a five and zero and a podium six and zero. Six and zero. My bad, dude. Oh, I yeah. apologize. Still only still good for second place, though. I'm not yeah. salty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, both both of these guys, uh, honestly, um, you know, I I learned a lot. I've watched Scott play on stream a couple times. And I learned a lot watching him play Wolves, and uh, getting to see Jaime play this weekend on the stream was also pretty awesome because I got to see kind of how how he works. We talk all the time, but to see it actually put into action was dope. So if you do want to go watch a good game of Space Wolves, go check out Jaime's stream game for the weekend. And then Scott was in an event, what, last month? Yeah, it was the <clears throat> Rocky Mountain Open about a little over a month ago now. Yeah, uh, Scott had a game or two. You were on twice, weren't you? Or was it? Uh, sort of. It was the the real the real stream and then one of the games on the patreon stream yeah but the audio didn't record so it's oh, you don't get much if you if you can't watch it 
Is there anything yeah, worse uh, than watching a game of 40K and no audio? Like, just kind of, oh, okay, you know. That yeah. sounds like torture. And that <laughs> one was against... Who's playing, Hunter? Who's playing? <laughs> <laughs> that game was against uh, 45 Deathwing Terminator, so it was just me and the other guy <laughs> rolling dice and a big melee in the middle for, like, two turns. <laughs> That list can be built beat if you bring all the wolf in, but that's that's really well. I guess it doesn't matter anymore because that list is dead. Yeah. So. yeah. Hallelujah. So, what was your experience? So, this was pre data slate. Yeah, pre data right? slate and pre desolation marines. So, okay, it was. I think we were spot on the money with our last episode. Uh, the list I ran was just the captain, uh, and then the judiciar was my second character. Three wolf guard, three. Uh, wolf in two sky claws, a cyber wolf, and then three long fangs, and it worked perfectly. Uh, after that event, oh, and two infiltrators. After that event, I said, I'm not changing my list. And then it was like a week or two later, uh, the London event happened. I was like, oh, that kit for the new Marines is really strong. I should look at them a little bit closer. Uh, so <laughs> now I'm running 10 as well because. Why Welcome to the party. Want, yeah, why wouldn't you at this point? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we yeah. we avoided that nerf bad. It's like now we can rip the band-aid off. Just go, guys. Use yeah. it. Who, <laughs> who was the first one of you guys that said something about not taking a chaplain? I can't remember. Was that you, Hunter, or was that you, Jaime? I want to say it was one of you two. Uh, I think we both kind of jumped on it. Like one day you got one of you guys was like, you know what, guys, I just don't think I need a chaplain anymore. Uh, that was me and, for a player place terrain. If you yeah. can pass the ruins correctly and you know the distances, you don't need the plus to the charge because the chaplain isn't going to be going out with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, listen to these idiots. And then I went and played it and I'm like, fuck, I don't need a chaplain. Like it's like <laughs> so, so, I uh, and I'm I'm down like Scott is right now, dude. I just been running Judas here. And I got the bike captain, and all I've done with that bike captain is Hunter, Armor of Russ, and Rights of War. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and, he, and he has, he's good for snagging an objective off somebody with OPSEC, uh, you know, being a nuisance with the ineligible fight fights last. And, yep. you know, the fallback and charge is pretty cool because you can go throw him into something he knows not going to kill him, but he's not going to kill it either. Yep. And if you don't get wrapped, just bounce out and go harass something else or go tag yep. something else's OPSEC. So. Um, he's he's been money, but and it's funny people come up to the table and they're like, "How many characters you got for assassinate?" And I'm like, two. Like it just no prisoners. I said, yeah. <laughs> <That's laughs> yeah, I give up no prisoners like a motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah. It's, so do you, uh, you know, with the, with the desolation marines and Jaime, I know you're running a lieutenant. I talked with you about it. Do you think we need the lieutenant? Like, do you think you need another captain just to like babysit them and give them rerolls? Uh, and I don't know. We'll talk about the bike. I don't know. Everyone runs rights of war. I don't. I don't miss it at all. Wow. Um, bold move, so, Cotton. <laughs> um, like, you heroic, so do you need rights of war? Nah. I like the heroic, the, the rights of war, because it let me contest objectives with less. Mm -hmm. And when things went wrong, it was very helpful and it stopped people like trying to pull off Jack, like some Harleys or whatever, like trying to steal objectives. It's very nice. Um, would I miss it? I'm not comfortable thinking about not taking rights of war. <laughs> um, what do you run instead of it? <laughs> do you take Imperium Sword or what do you put on him instead of it? 
I take Imperium Sword, and I've actually I've played with Hunter as well. I mean, not Hunter, uh, Bear. If I really want to make a dude that's just tough to kill, but I do Imperial Sword right now yeah. because uh, my characters whiff and they whiff real hard. All of them. Yeah. My librarian sucks at casting spells, so I got to juice them up as much as I can. So my Imperial Sword, that free reroll is nice, extra. Attack and uh, strength on the charge, like he, it makes him hit a little bit harder. Is the argument for rights of war for the mirror? Like, if your opponent doesn't have rights of war, you suddenly have an advantage. I think everything just dies. There's, there's nothing survives on objectives, and if you get close enough to my objective and I can heroic on you, you're dead. You know, yeah. we got a six inch heroic. Yeah. I've had that rights war with me ball games yeah. though, man. Like it's it's straight up won me games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I'm not saying it's a bad, yeah. you know, thing. I'm just saying I haven't missed it. And also there's so many times you torpedo that wolf lord and you know, he's gonna die or I mean if he doesn't have Imperial Sword, what he's five attacks on the charge. Yeah. I think. I guess five maybe attacks. that's I don't torpedo my captain a lot. Like, especially <laughs> now with the Desolation Marines. He's usually giving chapter master to them once guaranteed twice, mm -hmm. sometimes more. Um, and then I don't know if he's going to charge something, it's usually to trigger Hunter. And I, uh, I don't want him to ever be exposed or dying. So Never. if he's going to go like try and steal a backfield objective or something like that, it's turn four at the earliest. Sure. Uh, so I haven't ever needed that extra attack. Cause he's usually not the one killing stuff in my yeah. experience anyway. I guess I've not enough. In some of the matchups, like World Eaters, there's just that, when an opportunity comes for me to torpedo that, like Invictus Lord or one of their characters, I've, I've had to, you know, fling them out. Yeah, there. World Eaters can be, you got to kill them quickly <laughs> or they're just going to score all their points. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but again, Rights of War helps against World Eaters mm -hmm. um, if they're trying to flip your objectives. It's very true. Yeah, I, I mean, I. I, I'm in the same boat. I, I haven't I've had my captain load out in Battle Scribe and it's never changed for <laughs> a long time. He gets the same war gear and the same upgrades every time. Sure. But uh, you know, yeah, try it. If you if you if that's your safety uh blanket, keep it. What do I miss? I miss the chapter master on jump pack with the master with the frost claw. Oh yeah. Ethereum sword and um Hunter. Yeah. That guy slapped. It was like strength six, like seven or eight attacks. That was, he was so damn good. And then he was rerolling his wounds. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you can, you can do that bite, Captain, with a Frost Claw if you want to. Just you got to give I know, but then he doesn't have Armor of Ross if you're taking the Frost Claw. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a trade. Who, who takes Armor of Ross? Well, I'm out of characters, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I could give it to, I've got a lieutenant. He could take it, I guess. Shit. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm convinced. So I guess I guess the, the takeaway I'm getting from a lot of this is it seems like all of us are kind of in the same place as far as like uh, the core units. You know, you're either two or three wolfen. You know, you're yep. definitely three wolf guard. You know, you're either two or three swift claws. But the, if you had to pick like three stable stables. You know, it'd be it'd be Wolfen, Wolfguard, and and, and, and Skyclaws. No, I, I, I'm a chapter yeah. master as well. Like and, and chapter master. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I agree with that. I've I've been I've been not running the chapter master 
And uh, I'm not sure how much I do or don't miss him yet, but uh, I probably we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, so you're not running the chapter master? I'm not running the chapter master, and so I just he's straight up letting people reroll ones. That's it. So oh, it's, man, I know yeah. it's 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 we'll see. I just uh, I needed the points at one point in time. But now I think with the Desolators, I can actually reconfigure it. I'm probably going to knock my Desolators down to an eight-man squad. And uh, I, I, for some reason, that feels like the optimal number. Uh, but ten-man super fucking expensive. They're all fucking expensive, so super expensive anyways. And uh, I, I think I'll try for eight. Um, yesterday, I was shooting them into uh, shooting them into Grey Knights to see what I could kill. And uh, they actually will kill Marines if you get enough shots off. You know, but you're not going to wipe a unit, you know, you're, especially a 10 man. You know, you might knock a five man down to three or two Marines um, if you get some hot dice. Yeah, if but, you're not shooting into T3, it, it kind of just comes down to how lucky you get with the, the Vanguard yeah. launcher. Mm-hmm. But but I like them. I, I'll, I'll keep playing with them, and I think I'm going to go from a 10 man to an eight man. And when I do that, my plans was to throw Chapter Master back on my bike, Captain. Basically, long yeah. story short, where I was going. Um, so... That's the first indignant guess, look I've uh, ever gotten out of Scott, man. That <laughs> <laughs> was that was a chapter master. Yeah, does it? One thing I wanted to part. ask you guys that I've been running into mainly because the Desolation Marines. I'm, I'm wondering. I have a problem with who to put keen senses on a lot of times. So if you're going to walk long fangs off the board edge, you want to shoot at something behind a wall, and let's just say you need to charge something that might be able to reduce your charge or you want to hit on twos or whatever the case may be, you might have three or four things that need to use keen senses in a turn. So I've actually dropped one of the long fangs. So I'm just running the desolators and one long fang squad. Cause it, I was like, Oh shit, I can only spend this stratagem once mm-hmm. uh, this turn. And I need it basically everywhere. Yeah. Did you run into that with walking on your grav this weekend, Jaime? Yes and no. I just picked targets where it didn't really matter, or I doubled up with both long fangs. So the desolators always used it because the ignoring the ballistic skill modifier helped a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, I've used it on. I only either use it on the desolators or the wolf and the long fangs. It's just volume of fire, and you hope they hit okay because the cyclone will hit on threes rolling ones, mm-hmm. and that's all I really care about. The grab is just the volume is nice. And I'll double up to finish off targets that have survived either the Meltas from the Wolf Guard or the Desolator shooting. They know they're no longer my big damage dealers in shooting. So no, that's care. that's fair. I think that's the same priority I put on them. But I I didn't like it when I was running the Desolators in two grav when I came in and I was like, oh shit, yeah. both these squads are shooting on fours, and they don't have rerolls. It just yeah. felt bad to miss half your shots. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like if you had to choose between like shooting or uh, you know melee, you go with the space wolf. ABCs of always be charged. Always be charged. That's cool. We need we need to make. I don't. I'll make a space wolf shirt that says that. Just ABC. So indeed, I have the silhouettes of shit charging or something. Um. So <laughs> I guess kind of. So we've answered the question of from arcs till now. You know how how right or wrong were we? And uh, I think for the most part, most of us were on the we were on similar paths. I don't want to say the same, but in general, most of us think it paid off. We were on the right track. We weren't 
you know, I, I don't think I've done like a scratch rebuild of anything. It's just been a continual small tweak, small tweak, small tweak. And then like Jaime said, is the terrain good here? Is the terrain not good here? You know, I'll go heavy over here because the terrain's not as great as it could be. Or it's player place, so I'm going to do this. Like, you know, play, player placed, you know, I can get away with a lot more player place sometimes than I can with other stuff. And so I think I look at my list approach for those events a little bit different. Yeah. Um, and uh, data slate. Um, I don't know if we really um, got too hard in the paint there, but, you know, I don't post data slate. I'm not sure much changes for me other than just not having to worry about the dark angels now. Oh God, man. Yeah, that's that's really it. <laughs> yeah, and Iron Hands having to actually think about their secondaries is nice. Um, yeah. Obviously, Mark Hurdle this weekend killed it with Iron Hands. He was the one that was running Warded for one of his straights um, so that he could pair into Eldar. Uh, but the fact that now they have to think about their secondaries is nice. Like, I'll take that. I still, just in the I still think it's of... pretty plug and play. To be fair, you know it's like Iron Hands. You can still do. You can still do no prisoners, grind banners. Like sure, sure, sure. It's really not. I don't know. I'm with you. You don't. You don't drool and make your way to uh, you know top cut. So yeah. What uh? Let's. I guess on that on that note, Hunter brought up a good point. What have you guys been doing for secondaries? You know, I think I think Jaime's the only really one out of us running scouts. And uh, I'm not convinced, but it works for him. So I, I got to give him some credit. Oh, you'll, you'll be running scouts, I promise you. You can have yeah. a dude with an axe, man. You can have a hammer, an axe, and two melters. Okay. I got. I'd have to model that, though, man. That's hold on. I'll be right back, guys. One second. <laughs> okay. Um, so what? Uh, what are you guys looking at? What do you think are your go-to secondaries, and what's kind of your flex, and and how are you guys approaching your flex? Um, with your with your list now, I think either one of you guys. I don't care. Oaths and banners are probably the two I take the most, um, but there's a lot of good options. Uh, shock tactics you can you can take. Sometimes I found people are playing around it more. There's a lot of games where I thought I was like, oh yeah, we'll just trade the middle a few times. I'm just like, no, I'm not coming onto the middle. So you got to be a little bit more careful with when you yeah. take it. But there's certain missions. Um, that they, they just have to, you know, play the play the trade game in the middle, and then shock becomes a really good option there. Uh, so those are the ones I take the most. But you still have options for one of the reasons I like having the Phobos dudes in the Skyglaws is R and D is an option or retrieve data, whatever it is. Now it is. You can play that really well, and uh, you know, obviously kill ones when they apply. But, and then even Warrior Pride sometimes it's rare, but I take it. So you have a few good choices, but for me, it's banners and uh, oaths are my two most commonly used. And Jaime made the the flex of the century the other day, and took some post data slate Codex Warfare. Man, <laughs> uh, what, what was what were your <laughs> thoughts there? Life have I done Codex Warfare? Do not even practice game? So what was your thought process, man? I guess. So, it, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. So uh, for secondaries, I like to do banners and shock tactics because I'll deploy banners. I'll deploy a banner on the middle objective, and the only way to take it down is to move on to it. So I like to use banners to stop people from either taking them down because I've got shock tactics, or to bring them in to score those points. Oath, 
I haven't taken much either because I didn't get the first ruin, so I didn't have a safe spot in the center, or um, I didn't want to like send units in if I'm going first. Like I didn't want to be forced to put units in places I don't want them. The only game I took oath was against custodians because like anything they send to go kill that unit is great for me. As I said, I put five scouts for sixty points. He had to send three bikes for two hundred and eighty. It's just horrible to play for him, right? So um, I don't like oath too much. And then same thing for warrior pride. I don't want to have to charge just to score the points. That's what makes me nervous. R&D I never took just because I prefer the banner shock tactic synergy. And then whatever my opponent gave up, uh, I would take. If they didn't give up anything, it would be shock, banners, and oath. Yeah, that's what I did against the Custodian. I took Oath because he didn't give up anything up. And then the Codex Warfare one was, we're going to kill so many units, and I need to do so much damage in so many phases, I might as well try it. And uh, it worked out okay. It's just weird trying to remember, like, and sequencing. I know Hunter was giving me shit because I sequenced my uh, my copy melters wrong, trying to get that, like, that last... Um, uh, whatever orc model it was, mm -hmm. it's it's really easy to uh, judge when you're not rolling dice for two days. You know, I'm sitting in the computer chair like everyone in chat at home, just like, look at this idiot. God, I could do that. <laughs> behind me, twenty O's everyone at the event. So <laughs> that's that's satisfying. I'm not gonna lie, my ego that day was pretty damn huge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, 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 that's it is so great to be the you know like like uh, the guys on Sunday watching you know Tom Brady throw touchdowns. Just, he throws one interception. He's like, oh, that's, yeah, yeah. what's this guy thinking? You know, what, what a bad play. Yeah, <laughs> no man, James James he was on Orcs. He was making me sweat, dude. Like James, I think player. him not rushing. He, we talked about it later. Like him not rushing me turn one was a mistake. But once mm -hmm. he like realized that he had to go all in, like. Wow, dude, I was just there biting my nails, hoping he would fail his nine-inch charges. Like, I didn't know what <laughs> well, I think people, you know, got to realize, including Space Wolf players, is that we are the glass cannon chat-like army. There's, like, I saw the Meta Monday, and even with Jaime over here putting us on his back, I think Space Wolf's win rate was like 46%. Because it's a hard to really win with the army. One mistake and your army's gone. Like, there's nothing in the game that doesn't kill Space Marines, like, with, with yeah. any effort. So, we're not the armor content world. We're not in the, you know, your units survive, but we're going all, you know, efficient damage with our list. Yeah. So, you know, if you don't know how to hide and you don't know, you know, if you kind of play, you know, peekaboo and stuff, like, or bad angles, you're going to get tabled. Um, Not completely. And if you make a miscalculation either on your damage output or your charges, like you're losing units. Like even in the into the orc game, I lined up 15 meltas and grav squad just to kill 10 orcs without an inbound. Because I was like, I'm not risking this. If one guy survives with a power claw, I'm losing power. Yeah, one knob will pick up five marines. Uh, one dude for world eaters, the eviscerator, will pick up a fight like without any effort. Yeah. And, and I found myself doing that the entire game. Like, even the Desolators with the, the big shots, I never split fire. 
I was like, I am not risking one of your models surviving because your sergeant or whatever will kill one of my squads. And like, I have the advantage of unit count and damage output. If I start losing units to a single model, I'm going to lose the game. So I overcommitted in every single trade I made. And I don't think I made it longer than a nine inch charge, the seven inch charge ever. Like, if it was a nine inch charge, I didn't go for it. <laughs> like, it's just not worth it. I'm not risking that. You definitely have to, to play it safe there. Yeah. We've got so much shooting that you almost don't have to risk the nine inch charges anymore. Nope. Yeah, you know, you, you got so many melted guns and missiles that it's like, look, either you got to put pressure on me or. You know, yeah, I, I mean, my dumbass doesn't still try it. <laughs> <laughs> but when it's time to aggro, it's time to aggro. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, the thing I like now more than, uh, you know, prior to arcs was we have decent enough secondaries. And especially with Desolation Marines, we can force the game how we want it to be. You don't have to be the one moving out to try and make those nine inch charges. Yeah. You can let them come to midboard and then you move out 12 and you're like, oh, I have a rerollable four here. I can live with that. Exactly, and yeah, and you still get to shoot the sh stuff in behind them. Yeah. So all you grab all your desolators are shooting the stuff behind. You get to charge whatever they sent in, and now they don't have stuff to come back at you. Mm -hmm. It's it's really really nice. Like wolves right now with that mid range shooting, and now the desolators and the long flanks providing the long range. It's the list feels really synergized within the units itself. It it really feels like you're getting long medium and short yes you, yeah. you know and, that, and that's that's when wolves are at their best is when you get to do all phases mm -hmm. um not just like okay my shooting phase takes 30 minutes and my turn's done it's i get to shoot you with my long distance and pop your vehicle and then i get to melt a like a character that over you know something close and then i'm going to charge your backfield objective that's when the games were when wolves are really hitting on all yeah. all uh, phases if we had a proper tiger map, we would be doing everything. So, well, good. Are you, are you guys? Uh, you guys ready to field some questions from the unwashed masses? <laughs> so, so, all right. This from we're gonna go from Patreon first, and uh, is that where we take our shirts off? Absolutely. Go ahead, Hunter. You first. <laughs> I'm good for the nipples up, guys. I don't know about Scott, but <laughs> so. oh yeah, I'll I'll, I'll do whatever. I'm yeah. <laughs> easily influenced here. Well, yeah, we need to put Jaime on the cover of a, a Space Wolves quarterly calendar or something so we can. Maybe you know, paper from the Wolf Gallery for tenth edition, man. Yeah. <laughs> Can't All right. Worry. Chris Grant says, with the limited rules leaks for 10th and the rule cool Azure guidelines, if you had a student starting a new army for 10th, what army are you picking? Uh, I mean, I'm going to play Space Wolves, but yeah. I am doing a Votan army. So I was going to say, I'm assuming we can't choose Space Wolves. So yeah, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Votan. So uh, short, cranky dudes with beards seems to fit my disposition. So it's. <laughs> I think bugs could be pretty cool. They're in line to get a whole new wave of models here. So yeah. you buy that starter box, you get part of your new bug army, and then whatever you all the new space space marine stuff. Yep. And then uh they showed the Batwing dude today. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, the new, yeah. The new, the new model. So Turn it stupid wing. Yeah. So I'll, like I think 
<laughs> What's funny is I think I know Hunter and I dipped our toes in the Tyranid pond last last competitive season. I think Jaime did oh, too. Oh, oh. Yeah, so I did. Uh, no, he no was problem. he was on what you were on guard. You were on guard. Were on... Yeah. What did you play before that? When I was on Nitz, what were you on? Because we both. Oh, I had the towel. Yeah. Ugh. 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 Disgusting, dude. Scott, I was, like, Scott was the only back. faithful out of the bunch, man. It was so dumb. Shooting. That's disgusting. Yeah. It was like, what if I just shoot with, like, you know, 2D6 indirect for every model I have? And yeah, it was fun. Why not? I got to be the bad guy for once. Got a lot of revenge for that last edition or last uh, <laughs> last season. Felt good. All right, Dan Shoemaker says on balancing thematic and practical rules, Eighth Edition has a unique strat for Dark Angels that allowed them if they had any Space Wolves infantry units pregame. Yeah, we know the strat. Uh, practical, practical, practically, it was a nightmare. But you think fun and thematic rules like this would be considered? To crusade, does the game even need that kind of interactions with the lore? Dude, I think for crusade, anything fucking goes, man. If you want to throw that kind of shit in a crusade, do it, man. Like, I never used that strat, but I always thought it was cool as fuck just because of the rivalry between the wolves and the, mm -hmm. you know, the dark angels. And mm -hmm. we still have it. We still have the real hits and wounds against, or just real hits against Thousand Sons. Yeah. You know, and I don't know, that one was kind of cool because it just reminded everybody that the lion was a bitch and had to stab Russ sucker punch style. But okay, whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Yeah, Russ, Russ was laughing at him. Wasn't even a threat. I mean, I don't even mind them in comp play. They just don't come up enough to, yeah. to like really influence stuff that much. So it's kind of fun whenever you can use them. Yeah. Dude, every time I go up against that Thousand Suns matchup, I have to remind <laughs> myself that we got that fucking strat like eight times. I'm like, I got an easy reroll. Re yeah. So <laughs> one chance to give Wolf and the reroll everything. Let's fucking do this. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm close. Let me, let me use it. <laughs> it's funny that Thousand Sons can reroll their hits against us. So it's like, yeah, come on, nerds. Come, come get <laughs> melee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I don't. I mean, they're just kind of getting away from a lot of thematic stuff, and I hate that because I like. But like it also there there was some feels bad moments of like you know playing guard and it was like oh you brought chaos what if yeah. I said about this vengeance play for Cadia <laughs> yeah pick up right, the army yeah and every now and then I just pull this like cool little relic out like what if my whole army hates you for a turn yeah. like if it, it made some feels bad moments but like I'm with you in Crusade dude run wild have well, Lion and Lehman Russ fight each other and have a good time. Yeah, go full retard, man. I don't care. So. <laughs> All right. And like, if do we talk about like a wolf lord joining a now that the characters can append to units, like a wolf lord attaching to a wolf guard unit, would that give us special rules instead of like attaching to like a blood claw unit kind of thing? That'd be dope. Oh, I'm, I'm really excited yeah. to see what all of that how it all works out because we have so many characters and based on the previews each one will have different buffs for the units they attach to so i i have i, I want all of us to make a prediction okay Are lone wolves back yes or no who is oh. that what are they called that lone operative keyword yeah. or whatever it's called yeah. whatever hey. just if your sergeant survives he becomes a character do you guys think that's back i'm gonna go with no no. But I want it to. Yeah, as I want much as bad. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually that had guy. that work a few times in eighth. Like I actually pulled yeah. it off in eighth a few times. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, there, uh, there was something awesome about a sergeant 
full rerolls of hit and wounds of a thunder hammer just running around like a <laughs> madman. Yeah. I, I wonder if we'll see some version of True Grit, though. What was True Grit? True Grit used to be where, like, you could, you could have the bolter and still get the extra attack. Like, that was the first version of it. You know, whenever... Remember when you used to have even close combat weapons, you had to have, like, oh. a bolt pistol and the chainsaw to get the additional attack? I don't think I was born, dude. So. Oh, <laughs> that, never mind. You're going old school, man. I'm going yeah. back into the <laughs> long fang hole. So, <laughs> never yeah, mind, Harvey. We can also do firing arcs and, uh, you know, different yeah. armor values and glancing hits. It'll be hey, great. long fangs you, you are... Sp- Long flames were split firing before split firing was cool. So that's just that's all I can say. So all right. Someone asked this is a good question. Charles Fox asked, Why are Space Wolves finally winning GTs? Um, I'll throw this out for anybody if they want to jump on that. I mean, I think some of the like are you talking about I mean, I guess with I think there's a little bit of hobby lag because it took a long time to get 30 Kami Meltas on your Wolf Guard and other units. And so there's a little bit of a hobby lag and 3D printers going wild. Um, <laughs> there's, you know, some of the moving parts uh, took a while to get to. And I feel like, you know, us, we kind of like found the, 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 the meat and potatoes of the list pretty quick, but. I'm telling you guys, anyone listening to this, like Space Wolves is is not a plug and play. You're not going to drool your way to top cut. You know, you're not going to just be, you're not going to walk, you're just going to walk forward with, you know, your units with Terminators and go, dur, you know, stubborn defiance, dur, and, you know, make it. (laughs) There's some thinking to it. So there, there is. So I think it's a tough, I think people have kind of gotten, the players that have uh, that play wolves or can pull them out of the hobby lags caught up now, and some of their natural predators have been removed from the, uh, you know, the some of the dark angel shenanigans and yeah, a few other things. So well, and like all of us, all of us are years long wolves players too. So really, like in building the list, it was just a matter of like, do I have these bits and bodies, you know, and 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 going from there. And like you said, 3D printer go Bert on Kami Meltas. You know, just that's that's the move I made. So, but probably, probably a little hobby curve. <laughs> hey, and look then, it, uh, I got some crack too. Yeah, on the Kami Meltas, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw the envelope. I sent Hunter. I made a whole bunch for Hunter and sent them to him. I have, I drew him a little space wolf on the back of the package too. So uh-huh. it was gonna. Go, I've got it. I've got it. Be someone thought I took a photo. Yeah, I was like, what a. What a what a what an awesome move! Yeah, I told you to see him at the wolf right. time. So yeah, <laughs> and then uh, the other question Charles had, which I think we've already answered, so we're not gonna get into that. He said, "What uh, what are the must have to a good space wolves list?" Current old well, Charles at grammar, bro. Uh, we already answered what we think is good going go to list. So <laughs> yeah, he's a true wolf player. Yeah, yeah. Charles usually plays Durgle. He's he's one of our locals. He's a good dude. So. <laughs> Uh, going to the Facebook, we're going to get some questions. Actually, I actually got one more Patreon question. Shit. This one's probably an obnoxious one, so you guys might get a laugh out of it. All right. It said, if you were a space wolf, what would your favorite sex position be? <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> um, 
Uh, Scott's probably grateful he had his headphones off for that one. Oh, so. I, I missed it. My son was down here making noise. So bring him back. You'll love this. Yeah, if you were a space wolf, what would your favorite sex position be? I mean, is is like Wolfie style a thing? Because I'm going with Wolfie style. What, what a what a eight for a question. Because they yes. like, <laughs> yes. I'll call. I don't know. Go Wolfie style. It's like doggy style, but you just bite the back of the neck. I mean, yeah. You <laughs> howl the whole time. Oh my and then the God. second question was, uh, what model would everyone be? Uh, at this point, I'm definitely a long fang, griping about carrying a multi-melter. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know, Wolf I would or Wolf and be Dreadnought. Yeah, dread, you be a Dreadnought? Wolf in or Wolf and Dreadnought for me. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Some anger issues right there. I mean, he's like, I see Jaime as like a lieutenant in Phobos armor. I'll fuck okay. off. I want to be, <laughs> I want to be uh, on a Thunder Wolf, on a Thunder Wolf cavalry. Like, I don't care what, but like, I there have you to go. Uh, how about Wolfguard, Wolfguard battle leader on Thunderwolf Cav. Phobos lieutenant, Mike. <laughs> I think I'll, I was, I was trolling I you, Jaime. I didn't mean that. I would I would be like a uh, the swift claw the just the 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 idiot on a bike just Leroy Jenkins you know just probably have like you know like a bandana on or something stupid yeah. Hunter Some definitely would not style. be in a helmet so. yeah oh no uh-uh. yes <laughs> of anarchy style man yeah all right there's all the there's all the Patreon questions uh, so going to Facebook got a few there too. Uh, for a new player getting to Warhammer and Space Wolves, what are the best units to build for, for a core for your army? I know 10th is coming out soon, but what are the units you've been consistently good or great and what units to avoid early? Thanks. Love the podcast. Dude, honestly, like the, the thing I like about Space Wolves is their unique units. You know, we get we get Wolfen, we get Thunderwolf Calf, you know, we get Cyber Wolves, we get Fenris Wolves. We get, you know, the regular Space Marines. Um, if you decided, that, my advice would be, if you decided you're going to go Space Wolves, you know, at least get you a box of Wolf and start working on them. Mm-hmm. You know, at least get you a box of Thunderwolf Cavs, start working on them, and then build you at least a squad of, like, Blood Claws and a squad of, like, Grey Hunters and maybe a squad of, like, Assault Intercessors. And uh, I, don't, I don't think you can go wrong with that. And I don't know if the other guys got any other advice other than that, but that's that's my advice. Yeah, just the wolf specific kits like Bjorn or Murderfang. That's a quality box right there. You get a awesome dreadnought and a ton of cool bits. Mm-hmm. I I would uh, avoid the current, even though it's a, it it's a really good box right now. The Wolfguard Terminators, just because they they've showed the new Terminators are coming. Um, yeah. So I would I wouldn't get a Terminator unit, but man, there's some great bits in there. Um, are some great bits. But do you think we'll get new Wolfguard Terminators? Ooh. Maybe yeah, down the road, but not I don't so. think anytime soon. I think, man, I, I think it's going to be like a universal box, and then there may be like an upgrade kit. Yeah, but if anything, we'll get the upgrade sprue. But I think, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen them obviously yet, but I think the arms and stuff from the regular Wolfguard box or Wolfguard Terminator box will just go on the new guys and look really good. Yeah. So on that note, like if you buy any of the Space Wolf specific kits, like, uh, you know, there's a kit that builds Grey Hunters or Blood Claws. Yeah. You might not run Grey Hunters or Blood Claws, but that kit has an overabundance of like Space Wolf specific shit. Yeah, in it. You know, and, mm-hmm. and the vehicles, if you buy, you know, our flying our flying boxes, 
you know, or like Scott mentioned, the dreadnoughts. There's tons of bits in those. Um, the, the Wolfen's the, got like five Thunderheaders in it, man. Yeah, and Frost Claws and like Axe. I think that's and, your best bang. And dude, I've it. I've went through that Wolfen kit for bits so many different times. You know, it, it's it's a dope kit, but never ever ever get rid of your sprues unless you're like you've clipped the base and put them in a bag. Like save save your bits. I don't care if you don't think you're going to build that kit or touch that kit again, save those bits because, you know, you use them to convert space wolves down the road. So that, that'd be Just mine. with the helmets and the little, like, um, like fur tails that you can just stick onto backpacks and weapons. Yeah. There's so many little things there. And you can clip up those weapons. Yep. Like, you can snip the, just the chunks that you want because you have so many bits. It's, they're really, really good kits. Yeah, and I've made I made the wolf and wolf and weapons into like regular space wolves weapons. Mm -hmm. You know, taking it from two hands down to one. I've used the storm shields out of it. You know, just mm -hmm. great stuff. And like even the shields and stuff, you don't necessarily. I, I'm not, if you look at dude Jaime, I love what he did on that bike. It looked like what was a frost claw in the front of that bike. Or was um, it someone else's bike? Your, your captain? Oh, I think that was, that was Scott. That was, was Scott. Claw, right? Yeah, the murder fang claw has gone on to many. Many vehicles for me, <laughs> but on the front of that bike, it just looks dope, man. Like so, just yeah. if, if you get these kits and you build them, like be diligent and saving and organizing your bits, and I promise you, it'll pay off down the road. Modeling your space wolves. So now that we're talking about it, I do think the Blood Claw Gray Hunter kit is probably the best kit because you print up a few multi meltas. That's your long fang kit now. You yeah. you get a few jump packs. That's your Wolf Guard kit now. Every character you ever want. It's mm -hmm. just that dude with whatever war gear. So that kit probably gets you the most bang for your buck for the whole range, I would say. Yeah. And and if you start snipping, for example, I've got my, my captain I took it to the tournament, right? So on the back, I used um one of the sergeants of the Blood Claw squad. Like he has like that little pelt. So I snipped it up and stuck it into the backpack, and you can barely tell the backpack mm -hmm. is from the same kit. And then on the front, his belt is also clipped from one of those uh, torsos. Like, you get so much stuff out of those kits, dude, if you start snipping. Tight. Yeah. Agreed. They're so good. I love them. Oh, man. We got trolls today. Uh, in a fist fight, <laughs> who would who'd be the winner of the Wolf Council Thunderdome style? Man, I'm too old. <laughs> I'm told to be fighting. I got one good one left in me, and I'm not saying I'm not using it on these clowns. So, <laughs> it's, it's down for you three. So I think just Hunter Auto wins, just dazzling us with his yeah. cops. I think yeah, if it's, if it's a beauty contest, Hunter definitely win. Uh, oh, I don't know if you guys see them long ass limbs that Scott's got. Scott's got range on about all of us though. So. <laughs> Jaime might be able to play with even the range. I definitely can't with these T Rex arms. So. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh, how do you think Psyker Heavy Armies like Good Night, Grey Knights, or Thousand Suns will fare in Tenth Edition with changes in the Psychic Phase? I don't know. I don't give a shit, really. I mean, I, not to be rude, but I just, uh, I uh, it feels it feels like it's just going to make them like a heavier shooting army. Yeah, to be honest, off the off the cuff, it's going to make them like shoot, shoot, shoot more. I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll see when we get there. We got to oh. see more. I saw a theory that I, I liked about it. So as it stands now, psychic powers, they're all the same, right? So Thousand Suns is probably the best example. If you have an Exalted Sorcerer or Magnus and they cast the same power, it's the same result no matter what. It doesn't matter that it's just a Sergeant or the most powerful Psyker ever. <laughs> but the way they're previewing everything for 10th, 
Magnus could have bigger, better effects just by default because he's Magnus, whereas maybe the sergeant's like not so great. So there's a lot of potential for cool things they could do, but we just have to wait and see. Yeah. yeah. And we'll see about like, you know, characters joining units and their buffs and yeah. all the, you know, yeah. psychic. We don't know. Huh? Yeah. But if, if psychic yeah. powers have ranged attacks and those have AP, and AP has been decreased. If they're like the best source of AP attacks, that might make them really, really good. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious to see what other weapons look like. If like a melt is AP2, because like, you know, whatever, it's AP2, and now suddenly a smite is AP2, that's a pretty big deal, right? So I'm curious to see what AP looks like and why smites at AP1 or AP2 matter. Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to see him do Jaws some justice, like Jaws in the old day. Oh, man. I'd be probably around for that either. So, <laughs> dude, Jaws, Jaws of the World Wolf used to make people fucking rage quit games, man. So, oh, it's, yeah. it's Ooh, yeah, those uh, Centurions you got there. She would be ashamed if they got 12 yeah. more wounds on them. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. So, <laughs> you hate to see it. All right. One more question for time being. How do you work Desolation Squads? Got two of them squeezing in. And here's one in pre-heresy colors. It looks good. We kind of talked about that earlier. I think uh, I think one big squad, or like yeah. like Jaime said, if you had you know three small squads, the the sergeant can be a menace. But then you run into the, you know, where do I use my keen senses? You know, do I put yeah. the guys out in the open, let them get shot up because they are not durable. I mean, even with transhuman, they don't stick around too much. So, and, and with only will... any support slots, man. Yeah, these small squads is not worth it because they're 185 for five, and it's and the long fangs, the fully kitted long fangs, is 150. Yeah, yeah, like it's, and you can you and, can flex hard with the long fangs, like we talked about the Terminator and Terrain trick. You know, your 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 long fangs will stick around a lot longer than the Desolator squad once yeah. they're in the open. Exactly. Um, so I think a mix of both is in order. Yeah. Um, one salt. One. Yeah, salty Astartes. Oh boy. Um, how many brothers is too many? Ha ha. But honestly, where do you see the Space Wolves going leaning in 10th edition? As best as you can guess, that is. I'm going to call it Doc. I think the, I think Lehman's coming back. I think yes. Russ is. Oh, sure. Uh, I'm calling the shot. The, the lion's back. You're going to have the wolf and the lion. How long do you think until you, the lion comes, uh, the Russ comes back? Like well, end of the year? End of the edition. <laughs> Soon, a trademark. Well, yeah. they did, you remember in the trees, like they, they did the tree of life in the in the mm -hmm. cards, the tarot cards. Oh. They put the tree of life out there. Yeah. And that's yeah. what Russ went looking for. So. And the star child. Yeah. 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 Like, like, we'll see. You know, yes. I hope, he, I hope he comes back a little bit wolfed out. Me too. Because <laughs> so. um, I, I was actually on the way back from the event. I was obviously burned out of playing 40K. So on my six-hour train ride, I decided to just watch Space Wolf lore videos, obviously. And, uh, <laughs> and um, I remember who it was. I think it was uh, Wolf Lord Rowe. Um, he makes great lore videos. He was saying that he doesn't think Russ is going to come back because he was sent out into the warp to look for the Tree of Life by the Emperor and he won't come back until he succeeded because he's so damn loyal. So, like, he won't come back until he has it, and bringing back the Tree of Life means the Emperor coming back to life. So, unless he brings it back and he gets intercepted by Chaos or something, I don't know. 
But for Ross to come back, it's a pretty big plot twist on the on the Emperor. And I don't know if that messes up his chances of coming back or not. Or the Emperor and Lehman Russ models confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Yes. The Emperor is back. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm All in right. denial. I will jump through whatever do men, uh, mental oh. gymnastics to justify it. So he's coming. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not even going to get into the, you know, I'm not a Dark Angels guy, but I was going to pick up the line. Like I have it, I have a, I have a Robote Gilliman. You know, I've been basically buying all the Primarchs in 40K because I just want to have sure. models. And I was so sad that I, I own a store and I couldn't get a line because they allocated it so bad. I'd take care of customers first. Oh, damn. So I was like, fuck. And then I went to like, <laughs> I, went, I went to like Hobby Town. I went to the other stores in town and it was hopeless. So hopefully, speaking of Bobby G. What if I told you you have a really fun Space Wolf list with Bobby G. G. Hunter, it? don't. Sturdy <laughs> Wolf and, and Bobby G, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, with the yeah. plus one to advance and charge uh, chapter. Yeah. So it's like my wolf and always Dude, get that chapter litany. I think, in, I, think if you're, I think if you're in teams, that's almost a skew list you could roll in teams with. I, I, I really think you could. I don't know if choo, I do a regular GT. Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, someone asked, could Rhino Rush make a comeback in 10th? Maybe. I, I do like that they're dropping the Primaris tag and everything's going to get to riding everything again. That makes me optimistic about vehicles being on the board. And you can shoot out of Rhinos now, I think. Yeah, and uh, it might help with some of the glass hammery nature of Space Wolves if, it's, if it maintains in the 10th. I'm but we mildly can... worried about being able to put Primaris units in every transport because, like, now, like, Blade Guard can go anywhere and, like, that can get pretty spicy. I um, wonder, if, you know, you got, like, the Rhino. What are they going to do for the Impulsor? You know, is it just going to be better? Guard in Impulsors? Huh? They, uh, they did say mm-hmm. the Impulsor, the Rhino, and the Predator, or not Predator, the Razorback would have limitations still. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But Assault ramp, land ramp. Yeah, I was gonna say assault ramps coming back. Let's go. Yeah, bro. Wolfen can still <laughs> going up, so I get to experience all of this for the first time. So I'm super excited. Oh, man, <laughs> typically you last... advance turn one, and then you uh, see what happens turn two. Yeah, it's kind of the, <laughs> the game. It might be it might be land raider rush coming into tent. <laughs> so nope. here's, here's here's three jack of the boxes full of Wolfen. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question. I'll let you guys get off the hook for the night. Uh, it says, will the 13th company finally return along with Russ? We kind of addressed that earlier. So I do think yes. it'd be neat if there was some kind of 13th element. I, you know, because they kind of did that in the, uh, oh, the telling the 7th. If you read the fiction there where Harold Deathwolf kind of found the wolf and, you know, it was believed they were ribbed into the 13th company. Yeah. So the 13th company, in a way, in the lore has kind of already made the comeback. They just hadn't figured out where Russ is. So that's, uh, I hope that answers your question. They're they're guarding the tree of life, and Russ is going to get there and bring them all back, baby. Honestly, I think Russ will come back with the tree of life. He'll be intercepted by chaos. The tree of life will be destroyed or something. And. That's just the misery of 40k keeps going. I think that might yeah. that's plausible. Man, the Imperium's like bad luck, Brian. Lately, they can't do shit right. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, fellas, uh, good talk. 
uh, hopefully we'll get we'll have some more some more tournament uh, tales and sagas to bring in another month or so and I, I know you guys have busy lives so I really do appreciate your time coming on and I also appreciate the discussion and the, the Tekken on Wolves man because like I said earlier I know my friends are tired of hearing about it out of my fucking mouth but we don't get tired of talking wolves so we just talk <laughs> wolves all the time so I am going to go around the horn let everybody get one last thing out before we go and uh, let me start with you, Hunter. You got anything you want to pimp out, promote, say, tell anybody? Tell your mom hi. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, uh, just really looking forward at Rocky Top. That'll be my next big uh, event. Be repping the uh, the new team, Death or Glory. So y'all come say hey. And uh, feel free to come come buy me a beer or I'll get you a beer. If anyone's going. Um, and if you're going to it, bring 30 Wolfen and Bobby G. Trust me. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> Verify. <laughs> All right, uh, Jaime, what you got, brother? Man, I'm done for ninth edition. No more tournaments for me until ATC, which will be tenth edition. So uh, enjoy the rest of ninth. Make the Wolf Council proud. Yeah. And uh, I'll be doing a deep dive of the team tournament we just played with Pro Tabletop on our YouTube channel, uh, Tabletop Life. So if you want to hear more about the team tournaments, because team tournaments is the best way to play 40K ever, yeah. uh, come check us out and uh, make sure you like this video. Yeah, and I'll, I'll second that. Uh, Jaime does some great breakdowns. I've watched his breakdowns, and uh, they're well thought out. They're meticulous, and uh, you'll you'll enjoy it. It's definitely worth chasing it down on YouTube. Uh, Rumple, what you got, boy? Just gotta say thanks to my awesome wife for letting me go play my nerd game, doing <laughs> podcasts. Uh, I've got one more big event before tenth. It'll be uh, War Games for Warriors in Utah. It'll be. Uh, Joe from More Games Live will be there. It's going to be his third time doing that event. It was his first one ever. So, and I got to rep the the War Games shirt I got. Yeah, be nice. nice. Yeah, so, and, and yeah, thanks for Scott's, having us, fam. And, uh, Joe's got a soft spot for the Space Wolves, so it's easy to get on a stream, man. Oh so, yeah, it's really <laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas, I appreciate your time. I know you guys got busy lives, but uh, I think everybody else out there appreciates it too. So thanks from the bottom of my heart, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll see you fellas at the Wolf Time. That's right. Game over, man! It's game over! <laughs>